good morning sisters. It's really good to be here and it's so good to have oh more people in the in the pew than I thought. Oh more, more heartbroken now. Oh, I'm gonna be at Deb L. Oh, for our last women's church of the year. Let me begin in prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray that you fill our hearts with understanding. May what is spoken in your name be the truth and may it bring about the changes in us you desire. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I really am being devil. <laughs> this morning we're taking one last look at Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Ephesians 6, 10 to 24, where we learn that we have been blessed with God's armour. You know, most people will know this, no matter what I do, I like to be prepared. Or to fit the passage better, I like to be equipped. When I'm equipped, I just feel more confident. When I'm not equipped, I end up just flapping around and achieve nothing, and I often make things worse. Now, Christmas is a good example. Perhaps you're hit and miss about Christmas. Relax not to uh, worry overly about the misses. Not me. I think about Christmas gifts for months. I'm equipped with ideas. I make lists. I even have pros and cons. For each gift, and I'm not exaggerating, Alex, am I right? <laughs> oh dear. Um, so I'm ready when I see that perfect gift. I never just wing gift buying. Then there's Christmas dinner. Oh, don't buy fresh produce too soon, but equally, don't leave it too late. Make a list, make a list, make a list. What if we have a blackout? I even think of that. <laughs> and the turkey and ham will go off. So, when I do buy the meats, I also buy ice. <laughs> I'm not kidding, just in case. Now when I bake, I'm prepared. Recipe read more than several times. Ingredients out and measured, exactly. None of this Sonia trick of just sort of like, oh. <laughs> uh, all my equipment needed on the bench. Oven on, checked. Nothing left to chance. It's obvious that in the baking department, I'm not our dear sister Robinelle, who's a wonderful baker, nor am I Sonia or Glenda or Alex. I just can't wing it. Truth be told, I'm not a natural at just winging it in any department of my life. I just, it's just the way I'm born. Well, we find out today that God wants us to be equipped. He wants us to be equipped in our walk as believers and particularly be equipped for spiritual attacks that will come at us. He doesn't want us fighting in our own strength no winging that, sisters. Now, to, I want you to take a moment to consider who or what it is you are up against. Flesh and blood? 
or the wiles of the devil. Once upon a time, I was scoffed at the wiles of the devil. Why would the devil be interested in spending time attacking me? I'm small fry, right? You may think along the same lines. What difference are you going to make? Well, that's Satan's point. He wants you to make no difference in this world. Satan wants you to be totally unaware of him. He loves that you blame this or that person. Oh, it must be your mother-in-law. Or your sister, of course, not my sister, Penny. Uh, but yes, definitely your sister, that sister that's always been jealous of you. Satan loves that you blame your busyness and people's expectations of you. Then Satan is left to work behind the scenes, making you powerless for God's purposes. Sisters, he can't steal your salvation, but he sure can make you useless for the kingdom. In John 10.10, Jesus said, The thief comes only to kill, to steal, and kill and destroy. Well, that thief is Satan, the devil, the evil one, the adversary, the father of lies. He is our enemy. He is who we are up against. He wants to steal our joy and make us ineffective witnesses for Christ. Satan's ready to attack, and his attack will definitely be up close and personal. He will attack you in your mind, in your home, in your work, and even in your church. He will attack your relationships and your emotional, physical and mental well-being. Satan will seek to rob you of your passion to pray and meditate on the word. He will try to play on your fears and doubts and lack of confidence. He will try to deceive you and manipulate you as he did Eve in the garden. You need to know this. Satan is very real and very persistent. But know this too. He cannot win. He cannot win against you if you are wearing the full armour of God. Equipped with the armour, you will have God's might on your side and God will have your back. Now, what could Satan's onslaught look like? How will you recognise it? Lies. It looks like lies, but lies that you may well believe. Now, do any of these sound familiar? Wouldn't God want you to have that, to feel that, to be that, if he really loved you? Another one. Why would God love you? You are unworthy, too sinful, too unlovable. Your past is too messed up. And this one. If it feels good, just do it. And another you have every right to feel bitter, angry, unforgiving, jealous, dot, 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 fill in the blank. Sisters, lies, 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 
all lies. And all too often we find those lies difficult to spot because we have normalised them from our culture. We need to live a godly life in this ungodly world. Are you willing to? Or are you content with those petty sins? Are you content watering down the Bible? Are you content with your marginal worship? If you answer yes, then God can't use you. You're saved, but believe me, in the fight for lost souls, you will be ineffective. Now, perhaps you've got great willpower. I'm sure you've got good intentions, but your willpower, no matter how strong, and your intentions, no matter how honourable, cannot overcome Satan's onslaught, not in your own strength. Now, Satan doesn't want you to know this, but he knows your weaknesses, just as he knows mine, and he will use your weaknesses to attack you. But we can win. Amen to that. Now, in our Bible passage today, if you look at verse 10, Paul says, Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Then he says, stand against the wiles of the devil. That's Satan's schemes. So sisters, let's be prepared to be opposed. Be prepared for these schemes of Satan. In verse 11, Paul continues, God has blessed us with armour. Sisters, put it on. Be equipped. Make it a daily habit. Go nowhere. Do nothing without that armour. We can stand firm when we are equipped with God's armour, his strength and his might. Equipped with this armour, we won't give ground. We won't give in to temptation. We won't believe Satan's lies. Let's look at this armour in just a little detail. In verse 14, the belt of truth. Well, that's the starting place of God's armour, his truth. That is our standard. Not our feelings, definitely not our emotions, and not our opinions. The belt is about how we live our life. The Roman soldier used the belt to gird up his tunic so he wouldn't trip in battle. The belt hitched up all the loose ends of his tunic. We need to do exactly that. Hitch up all those loose ends in our lives. The bits that will eventually trip us over in our Christian walk. The emotional bits. The I know better bits. The self-centred bits. The bitter bits. The sinful bits. The bits that don't look like Jesus. Sisters, are you at home what you appear to be when you are here? Do you flout God's laws when no one's looking? Or even worse, when a non-believer is looking? Ask God to search you and show you your heart. Use the Bible as a mirror, but don't lie to yourself when you look in that mirror. Don't be tripped up 
because you live an unexamined life. Gird up those loose ends. With the belt of truth tightened up, you will be ready for Satan's lies and half-truths. Pray for that belt of truth. Still in verse 14, we see the breastplate of righteousness. Now, righteousness is right living and faithful obedience. It's living a godly life in an ungodly world. It's putting on the Lord Jesus. It's the daily, even moment by moment, personal choices we must make to do what is right, to do what Jesus would do. It's telling the truth when we'd rather that truth isn't known. It's forgiving when others would retaliate. It's turning off the television or device when you know that what you are looking at is wrong. It's sacrificially giving. It's putting aside aside that desire that isn't godly. The breastplate protected the Roman soldier's vital organs. Our breastplate protects our vital organ, our spiritual heart. When we wear God's breastplate of righteousness, by right living and obeying, we are protecting our emotions and our thoughts, our conscience and our will. And you will find that by putting that breastplate on daily, your emotions, your thoughts, your conscience and will will become much more aligned with Christ. And it's true. You will have a sense of peace when you act in ways that are pleasing to God. And you'll definitely have a sense of uneasiness when you don't. You'll know then that the breastplate is starting to fit well. Without it, you'll be vulnerable. In verse 15, we read, The shoes of the gospel of peace. That's the peace we have with God when we are obedient followers of Jesus. There's no longer warfare between us and God. And Satan, don't you know, hates that we have that peace with God. Satan cannot steal that peace from you, but he will strive to stir up trouble amongst us. He'll try to divide us. And he will do everything he can to prevent you from sharing the good news of that peace with others who know nothing about it. Sisters, we all want others to know the gospel. We are to go out and be God's messengers to proclaim the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Without the shoes of the gospel of peace, you'll go nowhere fast. The Roman soldiers' shoes were custom-made fit for purpose with special nail-type studs. They did two things. The first is that they held the soldier firm in combat so he didn't slip and slide in battle. God doesn't want us slipping and sliding in our battle with Satan. There is no good reason for us to fall under Satan's attack of lies and doubts. The blood of Jesus has set us all free, you and me. We're free. We must stand firm. Paul says that we are to stand four times in those verses. We can't stand firm if you've got on the wrong shoes. The Roman soldier's shoes were also perfect for marching over any terrain. 
Are you ready to move forward for Jesus? Or are you wearing your comfy, cosy slippers? Satan's going to be telling you that you deserve some personal comfort. You already do enough. It's time you put your feet up. Don't listen to him. We have a job to do, to sow the seed that will save lost souls. What do we say to God when we are called to account? I forgot to put on the shoes. The shoes were uncomfortable. I didn't know I had to wear them. Those are excuses and they won't cut it. Check your shoes now. Pray for the shoes of the gospel of peace. And in verse 16, we see the shield of faith. Sisters, faith is an action. It's believing in and trusting in the completed work of Jesus. Faith looks like wise, obedient living. Because we know that our chains are gone and our debt is paid by Jesus. It's like the words in the song we sang at 10am service this week. I give my whole life to honour this love. That's what faith looks like. It doesn't look vague and wishy-washy. It doesn't look like lip service. There's no switch to turn it on and off at your whim. Now, the Roman soldier's shield was a large rectangle covered in water-soaked, thick leather. The soldiers used their shields in set formations to protect each other. When a flaming arrow hit one of the shields, the arrow was extinguished, not just deflected away. Satan is going to be aiming plenty of flaming arrows our way. Flaming arrows, does this sound familiar? Of gossip, selfishness, insecurity, disappointment, impurity, fear, greed, vanity, pride, anger, even busyness. Quite a few of those flaming arrows come my way. Whichever arrow Satan aims at you, you'll be targeted at your weakness. He wants you to be swayed by your feelings and to give in to your temptation to sin. The shield of faith quenches those feelings and temptations, protecting you from Satan's lies. Surrounded by other faithful believers, you are protected even more than if you stood alone. Sisters, we must stand together with our shields of faith, protecting each other. You can't do that if you are not an active member of your church family. That's important. Tomorrow, one of your sisters may need you and your shield. Next week, you may need your sister's shield. Stand together, just like Roman soldiers. Pray for the shield of faith. In verse 17, helmet of salvation. That's to know that we stand as saved people, that we live each day knowing that our future is secure. The Roman soldier's helmet protected his head from his opponent's crushing blows. God's helmet of salvation protects our minds from Satan's crushing blows, from his toxic thoughts, those doubts and lies. If Satan can get you to believe a lie, 
he can get you to sin. Be careful. Because sometimes we have a thought, and because we thought it, we believe it. We tell ourselves that things aren't as bad as they really are. We tell ourselves, ah, it's no big deal. When it is a big deal, test your thoughts. Test them against the truth of God's word. Do they line up? Be intentional about just who is controlling your thoughts. Learn Bible verses about who you are in Christ. Make that your project. Sisters, we are protected by clearly knowing who saved us and how. Keep that helmet firmly and squarely on. Pray for the helmet of salvation. In verse 17, it's there we read the sword of the Spirit. And that's God's word that guides us. The Roman soldier's sword was a powerful weapon. We have just such a weapon. God's word. That will send our opponent running every single time. Satan will lie and he will try to seduce you. But you have the perfect role model. When Jesus was tempted in the desert, his weapon was at the ready. Every tricky lie, every temptation, and Jesus immediately answered back with the truth of the word. Full stop, end of story. Nothing more to be said. It would be tragic if you treated God's word as simply ink on a page. Use that powerful sword, sisters. Use it against Satan. Whenever he whispers lies to you, pick up that sword and use it. Pray for the sword of the Spirit. And in verse 18, Paul says, pray. Pray on all occasions. Pray all kinds of prayers. Pray for all of Lord's, the Lord's people. Pray for you. Pray for your sisters. Pray each day for God's help in wearing his armour so you can resist the devil. Pray each day for God's strength and might in your life so that the devil will flee from you. Pray with thanks that Satan has already been defeated by Jesus. Sisters, don't ever wing it in your battle against Satan. We have been blessed with armour. Wear it. And I want to take this opportunity to acknowledge two, um, two mighty warriors of our church family, Robin and Ken. They wear their armour as we should. They wear it as perfectly as anyone I know. I pray that I can follow their example. I will finish with Paul's prayer from Ephesians 6, the King James Version, uh, with one change. Peace be to the sisters and, with, and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all them 
that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Amen.